Hard times come and they go. Just lay it down, just take it slow. Your head's on fire with that, heart beats with that heat. It burns like boiling water. Boiling water, little hurricane. I just wanted to insert a big sigh right here. I tried to record one, but they just turned out like audio poison. So imagine me sighing. I did it. I shared all of the stuff that I wrote and have begun the long trek towards being better. I've always tried, sometimes more passively than others, sure, but now it's time to make an active change. That being said, it's hard to be active when your brain just wants you to lay down and do nothing. I've been neglecting my evening walks and have had a hard time even doing the most mundane tasks. Forcing myself to be human is exhausting. I really didn't even want to sit down and write this today. I had episode 10 ready to launch and thought long and hard about taking a week off and just posting that instead of doing something new. But I can't do that. If I did, I might not ever make it back. So if the next few come in at a low energy, just know that I'm trying. I want to do this. I really do. I just have a hard time working up the energy to actually do anything. So this last week, I went to see a doctor for the first time in over a decade. I had been avoiding going thanks in part to our amazing medical system's outrageous cost, and also partially out of fear that they'd find something dire. Well, the results came back positive, which is a bad way of phrasing that. I'm healthy all around. Insert another big sigh right here. I was hoping that would be the case. I feel grateful and lucky. Physical health is the cornerstone by which we literally prop ourselves up every day. I have a lot of friends and family who aren't so lucky. I've seen people suffer due to poor health far too often, and I'm not as strong as they are. To steer away from the somber and into the realm of gross, actually, if you don't want to hear the story, I'll come back from the future and give you a timestamp to skip to. I'll skip the gross and go right to my hospital experience. You'll want to skip to 4 minutes, 25 seconds. Okay, last chance to skip ahead. Let me tell you about why I was finally able to make that leap into the clinic. I was home alone last Tuesday, as I am most Tuesdays. I was sitting on the couch, unwinding after working on some project, probably this, when I suddenly felt a sharp pain in my lower stomach. It was pretty intense, but similar to a feeling I get when I need to eat. Well, that's fine, I was about to make dinner anyways. So I get up and straighten the kitchen, and I'm about to start cooking when suddenly I have to sneeze. The shudder and pain that followed that sneeze was indescribably bad. I became immediately nauseous and threw up in the sink. I ran for the bathroom to continue my sudden sickness in a place more apt, but by run I mean I pinball bounced from wall to wall and practically dragged myself there. There was a burning, stabbing, throbbing, tearing sensation in me, and it was killing me. I made it just in time to lose a little more of my lunch, and as I knelt there, the sweat falling from my forehead was mixing with tears, blurring the spinning world around me. A sudden, undeniable need to pee crept in through the pain like a blaring siren. I propped myself up, unzipped, and well, let's just say that a very unpleasant grinding sensation occurred and a lot of blood followed. A lot of blood. My adrenaline couldn't outpace the pain and fear and shock I was falling into, so I half fell, half lowered myself onto the floor where my body decided to take a little whiteout nap. When I eventually snapped back, all of my pain in my stomach was gone. I just had a mild burning sensation from the tender bits. There was a lot of blood, and the knowledge that it had come from me, in the way it did, in the amount it did, almost made me take another little nap. So I just laid there and did a pretty good job of breathing. 
Eventually, I googled the details of my event because a fear that I was dying had a hold of me. Blood doesn't just shoot out of a healthy person like that. As I read and breathed, I began to calm down bit by bit. I made a few calls and everything but the ER was closed, and honestly I was feeling pretty good. With the pain subsiding, only the adrenaline was left. I cleaned up any residual mess, took a shower, ate a tiny bit of food. The nausea did start to creep back in any time I thought too hard about eating, but I resolved to make an appointment in the morning. When I got up, I felt fine. A little pain still remained, but I needed to know I wasn't dying. So I spent the first hour 40 of my day on the phone being bounced back and forth from the local clinic and my insurance provider, trying to find a doctor in my area that would be covered under my insurance. The American medical system is so clear and user-friendly, I only got transferred eight or so times. Everybody knew what they were talking about, and nobody had to repeat themselves. Nobody was accidentally transferred to the wrong line and had to start all over. Again, an hour and 40 minutes of sitting on the phone. When it was all said and done, I had an appointment. The process wasn't completely fruitless, as I was able to get in on the same day. And it was near enough to me that I could walk to the clinic, and despite the events of the previous night, walk I did. My actual clinic visit was pleasant, and as stereotypical as I could have imagined. I told my gross story and was given a pretty quick confirmation that I had in fact passed a kidney stone. Yeah, gross. I got some advice for going forward with recovery and prevention of future issues. They took some blood for testing to make sure there wasn't anything worse going on behind the scenes and sent me on my way. I even went to work later that same day, and like I said earlier, I got a clean bill of health. I want to end this week on a positive note. Another gross note, gotta stick with a the theme and all, but a positive one. A thousand years ago, in the age of 2017, my family and a vanload of my friends decided to trek out to California for a week of theme parks, beach days, and general vacation shenanigans. I can tell a more complete version of that story in a future ep, but I want to focus on one particular scene from that week. During the planning stages, we had made a series of jokes about getting our beach bods in order and hitting the beach in a stunning array of speedos to accent our glistening, rippling muscles. I don't think I need to say that none of us actually toned up for the occasion, but we did purchase that bouquet of bratwurst bath caps. Eventually, we found ourselves settled into an Airbnb with a large pool. The sun had gone down past the rooftops of the nearby buildings, and we were ready for a dip. Of the eight fellows who were in attendance, five of us had received our ouch pouches. One other had ordered their nut hut, but it hadn't arrived in time for the party. We took turns displaying our spectacular sausage slings and voguing as hard as a bunch of pasty white dudes could. We had two American flag-branded balbushkas, a neon camo grape catcher, a banana-printed banana hammock, and my own anaconda gold Miami meat tent. We laughed and posed for photos and enjoyed the absurdity of the event. Then it happened. The sixth Speedo. Suddenly a pair of trunks were floating in the pool and a newcomer jumped out of the water. That suit that didn't make it in time? A ruse. As he propped himself up out of the pool we saw, or rather didn't see the Speedo. This nugget hugget barely held everything in place and had no back to speak of. We jumped in the water, the women screamed, and we all laughed so hard a few of us had to get out of the pool and take a lie down. I thought I was going to throw up. Probably a combination of laughing and the fact that the owner of this particular southern sarong was my own brother. I guess this is one of those sorry-not-sorry sorry moments where I should apologize for the gross and off-color episode, but these are also my stories. It takes strange varieties like this to round out the sharp edges of normalcy into something we can carry easier. There is no cookie-cutter shape for how life is supposed to look. 
things happen. Sometimes horrible things blindside us on some idle Tuesday. Sometimes we take a joke and push it two levels further than we had intended. Laughing both of them off is how we survive. Well, it's how I've made it this far anyways. Thanks for sticking it out, though. And thanks again for listening and for occasionally reaching out with your comments. They always make my day. I submitted my feed to Apple to get their official opinion on whether or not I have a podcasty enough podcast for them to allow on their service, but it's been a week and I haven't heard anything back from them. When they do approve it, I should be able to make this a little more convenient to consume. I've got a good list of things to write about for future episodes, but feel free to suggest a story or ask a question. I get more excited when working on a topic someone suggests. I'm going to leave you this week with one more piece of Speedo slang. I originally used it in the episode, but I couldn't not laugh when trying to say it out loud. The original line read, Two American flag truffle duffles. <laughs>